Hello, everybody. Welcome back into Territory Talk. Just a couple of guys talking territory. Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you as always. Territory Talk, by the way, is presented by our friends at Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Big episode today because much like the last episode, we're going to have a chance to introduce you to another one of the new Panthers defensemen. Oliver Ekman Larson, kind enough to take some time out for us. So we'll have that conversation coming up here in just a few minutes. You don't want to miss that guy. The Panthers have high hopes for big thanks to him for stopping by this week. Of course, if you haven't checked it out, if you're a little behind on things, I know it's the summer. Maybe you're on vacation. Maybe you're doing who knows what uh, you can go back to last week's episode and get to know a little bit about Mike Riley as well. We had a chance to talk to him on our last episode. So you can go back and listen to that and get to know some of the Panthers new defensemen. But Oliver Ekman Larson, uh, he will be our featured guest. We've already had the conversation. It's recorded. We're going to put it right into the middle of the episode. So we're going to have that coming up here in just a few moments for you folks. But uh, great to catch up with him. And uh, Jameson, just leading off with Oliver Ekman Larson, we'll talk a little bit of other news and notes. There's really not a whole. We're kind of in the quiet time. Right Jameson now. Oliver Ekman Larson. Yes. Well, that's a good one. That could be like a wheel of fortune. I could see that on the, yeah. on the screen. Yeah. But Oliver Ekman Larson chance to come in here and again uh, a contract that works well for both sides he's put up good numbers in the past and he's had a point in his career where all he wants to do is come in and have a chance to win it's going to be his first time playing in the eastern conference and again uh, a one-year deal and a chance to really prove some things for this panthers team and especially we've talked about it a lot no more clarity probably won't be any more clarity on it on what that blue line looks like from a health perspective until we get into training camp and see how things look. Some guys banged up there from the end of that long playoff run. But if the Panthers need somebody to come in, run a power play unit, play 22, 24 minutes, Oliver Ekman Larson is a guy that can certainly handle that workload if necessary. Yeah, you look at what he's done over the years, obviously, like you said, uh, 13 years in the NHL already, a little over 900 games, not really close to 1,000 yet, but over 900 Um just celebrated his, what, 32nd birthday, I think, back at yeah, 32nd birthday on July 17th. So uh, he's at that age now where I think a lot of defensemen kind of redefine their game. They kind of become something else than they were on the way up. Um, and some guys, you know, nail it and they figure it out and they play 10 more years in the league. Some guys, you know, can adjust. But I think for a guy like OEL, it's coming at the perfect time. You know, he's coming off those injuries. We talked to him. You know, he had that broken foot, you know, broke it again, or at least maybe not in the same spot, but it's another foot injury there. Um, really, it's just kind of been in an injury funk the last, you know, year or so. Um, but he says he's 100%, says he feels normal. So I think this is kind of a good time for him to kind of have that resurgent, that kind of second half of his career to kind of evolve into this new being. And you and I talked about it when the Panthers signed him. He, he also just strikes me as one of those guys that at this point in his career, you know, he's made a lot of money. He's scored a lot of points. He wants to win. He's only made the playoffs, I think, twice in those 13 years. Like, he wants to win. He wants to chase the cup because he's done a lot of winning in his career internationally. Mm-hmm. I think he's got an Olympic silver, two world's goals, a couple other bronze. He, he wins. He, he's tasted winning at very high levels, but he wants playoff games. He wants long playoff series. He wants just a chance to sniff the cup and, you know, and be in contention. So I think we're going to see the best OEL we've seen in a couple years here. Obviously, you know, Prime OEL is, is still back there, and Prime OEL was a beast back in the day. I mean, not just in real life, but I think I had him in, like, every NHL video game for a good set there. He was always just so good and developed so nicely in that game. But um, 
for a guy like OEL, I think he, like he's, he's the perfect fit to be a, a veteran coming in from everything I hear. He's a great locker room guy, and he's said as much that the Panthers have a great he's locker room. He's been a captain before. It's a lot of good guys getting together. It's, it's going to work in the locker room. Um, but I just think especially, to, you know, like we always say, TBD, we don't know what's going on with their neck bladder Brandon Montour. We probably won't know anything until we get closer to camp. Are they going to miss a game, 10 games, five games? We don't know. But if one or two of them cannot go for game one, he's a guy you immediately, like you said, you know you can put out there on PP1. He can chew up some minutes. Just say, go out there and power play one. You know, give us, you know, 23, four minutes a night. Like, we know what we're probably going to get out of OEL. And then once this team fully is healthy, a version of him that doesn't have to be the man, I think will be even better as well. So he can be the man, but when this team's fully, fully healthy, you're not going to ask him to be the man. So I think it's a great situation for him for all the reasons we talked about. But to me, I just think as a hockey fan and as a guy that's been around the Panthers for a while, and I know, like you said, I know it's not prime, prime 24-year-old OEL, but to have OEL on the Florida Panthers, I think is pretty darn cool. Yeah, and when he was with the Arizona Coyotes, he, he had to be the focal point for a yes. big chunk of that time. And then he went to Vancouver Things didn't necessarily work out there. But His first season in Vancouver, though, he, he did a lot of good things. And, but, and that Vancouver team, from the time he got there, it was a short time, yeah. but from the time he got there till the time he was no longer a Vancouver Canuck, there was upheaval. There was a lot of and, and uh, you and a lot of about revolving it. doors in There's Vancouver a difference there coming to work every day, feeling good, and coming to work every day, and things aren't going well. And he's had a lot more days like that with you know the Coyotes and the, and the Canucks over the years than you look at you know the Panthers last year, and every guy loved coming to work here every day. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's... You know, first change. Yeah, you could see where start. what went on in Vancouver the last couple of years probably would have worn on a number of people. Yeah, it's tough. And now he's going to get a chance to come here as, the, as a as a Florida Panther. And to reference what you were talking about with his age, Jameson, uh, one year deal here still with still younger Panthers. than us. Yeah, he's still younger than <laughs> us, and he's at a point in his career, especially a defenseman with those kind of skills that can skate like that. That skating ability doesn't go out of style. And the experience certainly doesn't go out of style either. But when you come in at the age that he's at, one-year deal, a chance, if he comes in and and has a a great year, he could – hit another nice home run contract yeah, coming into, you know into next season. Yeah, you know there, there are things at stake. This could benefit everybody uh, across the board. Uh, that's kind of season. most of the blue line for the Panthers this year. There's a lot of guys on one-year deals trying to, you know, prove that they are who they think they are. So it's the land of opportunity down here for the Panthers. It certainly is. And we'll get to that conversation coming up here in just a few moments. Territory Talk, as always, is presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. And we're getting further into the offseason, kind of into that uh, quiet time of uh, of the offseason. Um, you know, as far as news across the National Hockey League, things have really Settled Not down. Much. Uh, free agency is is in the rear view. The draft obviously is in the rear view. There haven't been any blockbuster trades lately. You had you know Detroit acquiring uh, Alex DeBrinket from Ottawa and the package that went the other way to the Senators. So a move within the Atlantic Division there. But that's been really the biggest uh, I will say note the, around the rest of the division lately. To me, what stood out though in terms of recent news, like we said, there hasn't been a lot, but. The fact that Ross Colton got four mil a year and Evan Rodriguez were only paying him three mil a year. I like the that Colton number felt high and I think he's a good player. Yeah, and he's a good player, but I feel like those guys should be in much closer income brackets just based on the type of player they are. But that being said, especially with the Florida Panthers, I think Rodriguez has a higher ceiling than Ross Colton. So all I'm saying is that just makes that deal look even better in my mind, knowing that Ross Colton got a million more 
for a guy that I think is probably going to do less than Ever Rodriguez. And here. you know, with the with the Colorado Avalanche too. I know we're getting a little bit maybe on a tangent here, but if you look at Colorado, what was tested the most for them last year? Their depth, and that was due in large part to the injury bug they caught that was worse than. Uh, a lot of injury bugs we've seen across the league mm-hmm. in the last number of years. Uh, they lost some really key players for long stretches of time last year. So their depth got tested. Their bottom six really got tested. So it's almost like they went into this offseason with that main objective being, uh, you know, those those middle six forwards, maybe even the, the bottom nine forwards. And, they need to and really on that, work on that. I think that's kind of how they look at him at four million a year, whereas I think Evan Rodriguez has a good chance to be a top six player here for three million a year. And he's so. shown the ability to do that. He, he put tidy, up tidy business. His best. Uh, his most productive from a points perspective season came playing uh, a large chunk of it alongside Sidney Crosby a couple yep. of years ago in Pittsburgh. So not only does that show that he can play up the lineup, but he can play with really gifted guys. And he's going to have a chance to do that here as a member of the uh, Florida Panthers. That was, just, that was just our weekly Bill Zito shout out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great, great savvy move once again. Yeah. yeah. Great move once again, uh, bringing in Evan Rodriguez, among others, on free agency day. Uh, the uh, the rest of the Atlantic Division, it's it's interesting. There isn't, and I don't know if I've recalled a time where not just this division, but you look across the rest of the league, you've got seven of the eight teams in this division that are going into the season with expectations that they need to vie for a playoff spot. They need, and in the case of a number of them, take a step forward. There just aren't at the end of the, it illustrates how tough this division is going to be because at the end of it, there's no way for there to be enough seats at the table for everybody. Like you said, I think every team at this point in the summer outside of maybe Montreal thinks they, and they're on track. They're not, they're not going to be a free two points. I, I don't think they're fooling themselves thinking they're going to have a crazy good year, but I think every other team in the Atlantic is going to the season saying we should make the playoffs. They're we, expecting we to like, be in it till the end. Yep. Yeah, we feel like we've done enough. Yep. And um, not everyone can. And there's just not going to be a seat at the table for everybody. And we kind of look at, I think, because of the way these teams have aligned the last few years, even going back to that, you know, that uh, the the realigned season a few years ago, you, you kind of have the Panthers, the Lightning, the Leafs and the Bruins in their own tier because of what they've done the last few years. But then Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa, those three teams feel like they're all... They've been waiting for a seat at the table. They're all locked together because you're you're waiting for one of those teams to separate themselves from the other two, and that's the group that's going to push for a spot. It's going to be an entertaining division, and like we said, even in the case of the Montreal Canadiens, and we'll have our comprehensive Atlantic Division preview episode on Territory Talk down the road, but even in the case of Montreal you figure that they're going to be better. Yeah, they'll be better. They're going to be trending upward. They've had some some high picks. They've uh, brought in some good players, some veteran guys. The young guys are taking steps. Cole Caulfield, you'd expect to be back and healthy yep. you know, once again. So uh, again, I guess we're still mainly, I guess in the Atlantic, I guess the rest of the next couple weeks is mainly just what, like Bergeron watch? Yeah, and it sounds like... That's the, that's the craziest thing. I mean, Bergeron... And- alters a lot of how we look at the Bruins in the upcoming yep. season. And I mean, he and Krejci, neither one of it has announced has committed, anything, yeah. anything definitive Either one way one or the other. other now. So, uh, I, you know what? The, the longer they go, Bergeron especially, Krejci, I, I'm not certain. And he had the, you know, he had the injury in yep. the playoffs too. Bergeron, I just feel this is just a hunch. I just feel like the further into the summer we go with no announcement, says that it just it just leads me to believe that the likelihood of him being in that Bruins lineup this coming season increases. 
The I, longer I we go agree. without an announcement. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. I feel like if he were done, we would already have gotten rumblings that the finish line had been crossed. Yeah. But that's just that's just my hunch. I could yeah. be totally wrong. I like we'll, your hunch. We'll wait and see. You got some hunches. The uh, the Debrinket uh, trade within the obviously affected the Atlantic Division. Was there was there one one way or the other? You thought that? Well, that's uh, the thing. I really don't think team? it does affect the division because he just went from one division team to the other. It's not like he, a new it's star. Detroit getting play. something they didn't have. Yeah. A guy that can score thirty five. And that, like we said, they're one of those teams that really kind of tried to expedite their playoff push this summer by adding a lot of veterans at maybe high contracts depends who you ask i i thought a lot of them were a little high i thought they may have paid a little much on some of them for guys like comfer like some... and stuff justin hall i yeah I, I thought they those are serviceable guys but that shows us they're they're done being lottery pick rebuild even if they end up there they, they kind of don't want to be anymore yep, they want to be in the mix yeah so, hey, they're trying to get everybody's going for it. Yeah, uh, I like it's that. It's an entertaining time within the Atlantic Division. There's not going to be a night off in the Atlantic Division. Let's get to our featured conversation for this week with uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Let's get into our conversation with new Panthers defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson. Oliver, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for taking some time out for us. But want to ask you, first and foremost, what's it mean to you to be a Florida Panther, especially with what this team just accomplished uh, this past spring? Yeah, it means a lot. And uh, I'm super excited to be a part of uh, Florida. And uh, yeah, like you said, just uh, to follow uh, Florida's run uh, they had last year and and, uh, just get a chance to to be a part of it i think uh was the the selling point uh for me signing there too and uh, i'm super excited like i said so i think uh only heard a good thing about uh, the team and the guys there and and the organization so uh yeah i'm pumped when we talked to uh, bill zito he said he was trying to sell you on the beach in las olas and florida and all that and you said you know tell me about winning tell me about the team so now that you've had some time to you know, look at the team on paper. What excites you most about this team and its potential to, like you said, win in the upcoming season? Yeah, I think uh, it's a pretty deep team. Um, they play fast. Uh, the, the the games that I watched in the in the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs there and in the final uh, that excites me uh, probably the most. And obviously the 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 really good players uh, that that we have. Uh, I can say that now, right? So, uh, uh, but it, it, the mix of, of guys and uh, the depth that we have uh, on the team, uh, I think that excites me the most. And and uh, like I said, too, I think for me, it was uh, a big thing uh, just talking to, to everybody and, and said that the, the chemistry uh, inside of that room, uh, I think that's very important if you want to go deep and and. Um, that's what, what they had last year. So hopefully we can build on that. Oliver, you've spent your whole career playing in the Western conference. This will be your first time playing uh, for an Eastern conference team. When you, when you look at the way the two conferences line up, does the, does the Eastern conference game feel at all different from the Western conference? Of course, coming from Vancouver, you're used to long travel. The Panthers have some, some long trips, so it might be a little similar in that regard, but are there differences between the way that the, the two conferences play? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it's a little bit of a different, I, I believe, and, and always playing on, on, uh, Arizona and then Vancouver with, uh, I mean, 
been traveling a lot, it feels like. So I'm excited about coming to Florida too and, and be a little bit easier uh, on that part of things. Uh, but at the same time, I always enjoy coming out on the other side, playing against uh, those kind of teams. And and uh, it seems like it's uh, a little bit faster and, and uh, a little bit more uh, might get in trouble for saying this skill. Well, Oliver, you talked a lot about, you know, the room here at the Panthers and a big part of the room as it is now was Patrick Hornquist. He was the first move that Bill Zito made, really helped shape the culture here into what it is. He just retired. I know you guys played together. You won gold together at the Worlds. Do you have a good Patrick Hornquist story from back in the day playing together? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if I can uh, tell, tell everybody that story, but I mean, I think uh, I talked to... Patrick a little bit uh, going into this pro, uh, process with me, uh, just looking around and, and kind of getting a feeling. And, and he only had good things uh, about Florida to say, too. So I think uh, he, he spoke very highly of, of the organization and the guys in the room, like I said. So uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a very honest guy. And, and a guy that you love having on, on your side of things, but uh, hate to play against. So, and uh, uh, obviously had a good, good, good run and, and a good career. So uh, too bad he, he uh, retired. Then yeah. Oliver, I know you said you're, you're coming to us from uh, your summer home there, there overseas, but as you get ready for the next season, I know we're, we're into the middle of July. Now you're probably turning the page toward preparing uh, for next season. What's the off season preparation like for you as you ramp up for another year in the national hockey league? I think uh, I got got going pretty quick when I got back to Sweden. So uh, I felt like I wanted to uh, to really be ready for the season and, and going in. Uh, I kind of had uh, two foot uh, injuries here. Um, well, we said, you know, it was your, your birthday a couple of days ago. Happy birthday on, on the 17th. Happy belated here from the Panthers. Um, I know you're at home in Sweden. How would you celebrate? Yeah, we didn't do much. Uh, had the grandparents over uh, for a little bit of uh, Swedish fika, uh, some uh, cinnamon rolls and, and some coffee. And uh, then we went over to uh, my buddy's house and yeah, he just had a good, good dinner. So it was a relaxing day. Uh, not much to, to celebrate. Uh, I'm getting older, so I don't, I don't really want to think about it. Well, going from being older to all the way back, you mentioned family. I know your, your brothers played, your dad, grandfather. You, you come from a hockey family. Just how did you kind of get started in hockey? And I assume it's one of those things where you, you were probably in skates pretty early. Yeah, I think my, uh, my granddad uh, brought me up to the rink. And uh, I remember not liking it very much. First, uh, first time and started crying and, and he brought me back. So... Uh, I said that I didn't want to do this, but uh, I'm glad that he brought me brought me back a second time. So, uh, but I mean, hockey hockey is my life, and ho- hockey is all I know. So I love playing playing the game, and and uh, it's just fun that the, the whole family is uh, a part of it, and and they love watching the game still, and and stays up late to to follow me around. So uh, I really appreciate that, and and they enjoy that too. 
I'm still thinking about cinnamon rolls since you brought up the cinnamon rolls. Uh, very, very intrigued there. But we, we like to get a sense of what you like to do off the ice, away from the game as well. I know hockey, you said, has been such a, a big part of your life. But are there any other sports that uh, that you tend to, to gravitate toward? Anything else you played or just anything else that you like to do when you're, you're in your downtime uh, away from the rink? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty simple when it comes to – to that kind of stuff. Uh, I play a lot of uh, paddle tennis. It's a, uh, it's a sport that started in uh, Spain, I believe. And I just uh, got to Sweden three or four years ago. So um, I play uh, a lot of paddle tennis, golf, tennis. So uh, everything uh, with, uh, yeah, in sports, that's what I like to do. And I love watching hockey games. And so that that's kind of uh, my fiance. She, she gets tired of me because I'm a sport nerd. Are you one of those guys that throughout the season, I mean, I know it's easy to get so laser focused on your own games, but do you keep a pretty close eye on what's going on across the rest of the league during the season as well? Yeah, I would say that I have a, a um, staying updated and, and watching the highlights and, and some games uh, when, when I have time. So that's something that I love doing. Uh, I mean, I think you can still learn from, I mean, you're playing against the best players in the world. And so uh, it would be stupid not to try to, to learn from those guys and, and uh, kind of bring in that to your own game. So uh, I love watching hockey games. Well, Oliver, we, uh, we thank you very much for, for stopping by here today. Uh, again, great to meet you. Thanks for taking some thank time you. out for us. And, and we can't wait to see you uh, when you get to town here. Yeah, thanks, guys. Nice to meet you. Big thanks to Panthers defenseman Oliver ekman Larson joining us from across the pond when we talked to him. Yeah, it was, was morning for us, or early afternoon for us, early evening for him. Yeah, and he was in the middle of nowhere, so there were a couple glitches there on the audio because we were on Zoom and the, the connection was just crazy. But um, Our cups and string didn't reach that far? It didn't reach that far, but I, I like knowing the miracles of technology. We can still find him in the wilderness of Sweden yes. to get him on a Zoom for territory talk. So, uh, but no, generous with his time. Liked hearing about the cinnamon rolls. Liked hearing about... You know, his thoughts on Patrick Hornquist. And uh, I think we're all going to miss Horny just in the NHL. He's just the guy you like yeah. to have around. Um, but yeah, great career. But um, yeah, you, you can tell he's excited. I can tell he's a chill guy. And that's the funny thing is he's been in this league, like I said, 13 years. I, I don't think I've ever even been in a scrum he's been in because he's been on the West Coast. So it's usually only two opportunities a year. Either we're there or they're here for a game. So like I've never really spent any kind of time even in his like bubble. And he uh, seems like a chill guy. I'm excited to get to know him. Yep, he uh, he was very generous with his time with us. Great to catch up with him there. Oliver Ekman Larson, Panthers defenseman. Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. And I think that's going to be one of the things really bearing watching come training camp and not just because, again, no timetable, not just to see, you know, who's healthy and to what extent and how things are going to look at the start of the year, but the, the pairings, number of different directions that uh, the Panthers With all the lefties we, be able to go. we nowhere. Yeah. We have no idea where anyone's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, exciting. That's going to be something certainly worth watching come training camp in September. So keep an eye on all things off-season for you here on Territory Talk, uh, Jameson. Before we hit the road here, anything that's on your mind? So much. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening and haven't downloaded the new Florida Panthers mobile app, floridapanthers.com slash app, download it. It's replacing the FLA Live app. Go get it. It's new. It's interactive. Check it out. We're going to improve it every 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 uh, every game here. going to be a great app. I'm excited about it. It's been a long time. Announced it. this week. It's why I haven't been sleeping in the offseason. Yes, it's out. It's available. Go check it out. App Store, Florida Panthers. It's there. It is um, there. But other than that, 
No, not much. Not much has been going on. You know, it's been a uh, going to London here in a couple weeks, as you know. Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to London, Ontario. It's very, very nice. But this is my first time across the pond to actual London. But oh. no. Yeah, not much is going on. I feel like I'm not a lot of concerts. Going to go see Oppenheimer this weekend. It's a movie. I, I know you're not going. Yes. Yeah. Not, you're going to Barbie. I know that. But I've been to the movie. I, everyone, our, our listeners, all of our listeners know the last time you were at a movie. It's been, oh, it's, I, I was going to say about 12 over, years and over 12 years, <laughs> approximately, maybe, maybe more. Doug does not participate in capitalism. He does not, he does not, <laughs> he does not go with the status quo. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of a blanket statement. <laughs> That's not. He's not going to do what you tell him. I, I have. I'm not a big movie watcher. That's all. That's all that. I don't know where the rest of that just, came from. Not 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 a red, white, and blue guy. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's an American thing. <laughs> Doug's got a face. Look a shock on his face. You got to participate in the tradition. In watching things. movies. Yes. Not a lot. This is but. the big. We had a technical difficulty during this. Actually, the recorder shut down yeah, here on heated. territory talk. Um, Basically, I think Doug needs to go to movies to be a good American, and he disagrees. And I don't think that's an important criterion. Hollywood, important. Hollywood's on strike right now, Doug. You got to stand with them. They, I but, just but wait. Actually, I think by seeing the movie, I'm a, I'm not, I'm going against the strike. Actually, that's right. The writer, there's a writer strike. So I think it. I'm actually in the wrong here by seeing the movie, but. Got a lot of free time. Got to squeeze it in. I wasn't going to see any of them anyways, so I'm not involved. <laughs> You've been on a 12 year lifetime strike. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. AMC theaters. The, uh, the the funny story and our longtime listeners might remember this one, but Jameson told me one day. So while you told me you were going to the movies yep. and it was, this was like lunchtime, you said you were going to go to the movies that night. And it's when I talk about what I'm doing, hops on his phone and he says he's going to he's going to get his seats. And I had no idea. I thought you just went, bought your ticket, handed it to the guy, ripped it, and gave it to a you. person in one of the, like those old timey circular little fez hats. Yes, yeah, in yeah. you and in you went. Yeah, and I, I had no idea you could reserve seats at a movie theater. Kind of have to. Can you still just buy a ticket and go in? Do they still allow the For lesser? Like, like if I wanted to go to the movies like it was nineteen ninety three again, can you? No, because you still even when you go there, you have to select a seat. You have to. Yes. You were you're assigned a seat. Society was That's given a weird society was given a window to be responsible and be able to figure that out themselves. And we just couldn't do it. So we had to be assigned seats. That doesn't make any sense. Just to like me. we're in elementary. Now school. I really don't want to go. <laughs> you guys can all keep your movies. Don't be locked to a seat. <laughs> well, I'll give a full review of Oppenheimer next episode. I heard about this one. Yeah, you're aware of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. That's how we know. It's, that's how you know it's a, a big movie is because if it's on sports radio, I heard of it. If it's got, if yeah. it gets to you, it means the marketing's big and it's big. Yeah. So I have heard of it. Couldn't I'm not I'm not certain much beyond that, but I've heard of it. No, it exists. Well, and it's going head to head with Barbie. Yeah. It's a big. Matchup. I'd see Barbie too if I had time, but that'll probably be a, a week or two from now. It's a big matchup. Yeah, we'll see. But our fans, if you've seen Oppenheimer, if you've seen Barbie, let us know at Jameson Coop at Doug Plagans. Let's talk about it. And if you have had more than 12 years between now and your last trip to the movies, let us know. Because that's about how long it's been for me. I just feel like Hollywood executives just want to study you. and be Like, how are we not getting whatever demo this is? Whatever demo you represent. The demo that as soon as a movie preview comes on, I'm out. Yes. 
Like who, who, how many, uh, how many are there of you out there and why aren't they getting to you? They need to know. You know what? If it was, I don't even, I don't, I, I don't have, I just have when those, when those previews come on, I just have better things to do. That's all. For those 90 seconds, I'm going to do something else. I love previews. So that's speaking that. Of, speaking of that, I don't think we have a preview for next week's episode. Like you said, we're in the, we're in the, yeah, we're, ta- we're just kind of whatever comes it. along at this yeah. point. If you want us to talk about something, let us know. It's that, it's that time of the summer. Mailbag. Hey, mailbag. Maybe yeah, we, mailbag at it. some point we'll do a mailbag. Yeah. Probably next episode. Yeah. Stay tuned. At Doug Plagans, at Jamison Coop, you know how to engage us on the socials, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. This has been Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Panthers, presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Big thanks to Oliver Ekman Larson for stopping by. For Jamison Olive, I'm Doug Plagans. We'll see you at the movies. This has been Territory Talk.